Often respected podcast hosts Scott Corelli and Nick Jimenez met online in 2006 and began podcasting together shortly thereafter, discovered Star Wars Minute in 2014 and launched a Movies by Minute podcast of their own a year later, focused on the Back to the Future trilogy, completing it less than three years later with 340 episodes about the films themselves and five about the Universal Studios theme park attraction from the early 1990s. Received over 100 five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, in early 2018 completed 95 episodes Episodes of the Cornetto Minute, dedicated to the Edgar Wright-directed comedy trilogy starting with 2004's Shaun of the Dead, one minute at a time. The show is nowhere near as popular with only four reviews on Apple Podcasts and has been on hiatus ever since. Hey, Scott, how's the hiatus? Well, I haven't been on hiatus. Not exactly. That's right. You've been working on that little side project, Spider or something. Spider-Man Minute. I don't know if I'd call it a side project exactly. I would. You know, I'm surprised you didn't take a break after last season of Cornetto Minute. That's what I did. I prefer to take my breaks behind the mic. Indeed you do. And that's why it's high time such skills were put to better use on Cornetto Minute Season 2. I'm sorry? Hot fuzz. You want us to cover every minute of Hot Fuzz? Yes, lovely. Isn't there a weekly podcast we could do? Oh, no. Can I just stay on hiatus then? No. Do I have any choice in this? No. But I kind of like being on hiatus. You always said you wanted to cover Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I don't remember telling you that. Yes, you did. You said, I'd love to cover Hot Fuzz one minute at a time someday, Zach. <sighs> Fine, but there's no way we can perpetuate the amount of carnage and mayhem in every minute of Hot Fuzz and not incur a considerable amount of podcasting. 115 daily episodes? Not a problem. The Cornetto Minute returns to investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Sanford's finest one minute at a time. It's about to go off with Edgar Wright's Hot Fuzz this November at DuelingGenre.com for the greater good. For the greater good. Welcome back to The Doctor's Companion, the weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Nick Jimenez. And I'm Scott Corelli. And today on the show, we'll be discussing The Woman Who Fell to Earth. I'm excited. Yes. <laughs> uh, first episode of Series 11, written by Chris, new, new showrunner Chris Chibnall, and directed by uh, Jamie Childs. And uh, this and we're is, back. We're back. Yeah, new episode. Uh, very exciting. So let's uh, let's let's uh, see what um, everybody everybody thinks. I mean, I think I think we're all waited on with bated breath to find out what Cassandra thinks of this first episode. Oh yeah, because um, you guys watched it together, probably, huh? Yeah. Well, although we didn't talk about it, we 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 turned to each other and and I said we should probably wait, right? And yeah. he was like, yeah. 
So we actually haven't, <laughs> haven't talked about it at all. Yeah. Um, and, then, and, and then I flicked off the light. <laughs> and rolled and over and rolled went over. to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bless. Um, <laughs> I didn't watch it on Sunday. I actually, mm-hmm. I watched it like an hour ago. Um, oh, great. Wow. Okay, yeah. so it's really fresh for you. All it right, is great. very I'm fresh. Glad, I'm glad one of us. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. Uh, I w- wasn't really entirely sure how I would feel. Like, I don't think I was in the headspace for Doctor Who when I started it because I kept forgetting that it was coming back so soon. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just like in a weird place. But no, I really liked it. And um, we'll get into it more when we're talking about like the spoilery stuff. But uh she is definitely the doctor and i'm really glad that they cemented it from like episode one um Mm -hmm. and i cried a little uh (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yeah no i i really liked it and i'm excited to see where the season goes because we don't really i was expecting a trailer at the end of the episode and they didn't give that to me and i was a little disappointed by that uh there was a little bit of a trailer like you you they did that thing where it showed like oh, we all like the all the guest actors. stars like fans yeah. 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 yeah yeah all the all the yeah guest stars that are coming in the future um including alan cumming which was... i know i saw that and i yelled because i was so excited for you scott <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was excited on your behalf <laughs> for listeners not in the know i have a weird obsession with alan cumming <laughs> like him a lot um so. would you say that sprung from the good wife or yes is that, is that, okay so it yeah. doesn't predate the good no wife. no it's definitely comes from the good wife okay yeah for sure so what what are your what are your initial thoughts i yeah i i i i think i agree with Cass. i liked it mm-hmm. uh and more so you know because I, I was thinking about it all day um it is a it's a very different episode than the 11th hour which i feel like is the episode that it's getting compared to the most because mm-hmm. it's also the beginning of a new era of the show not just the, the start of a new doctor's tenure mm-hmm. um plus no one remembers deep breath uh mm-hmm. we, it's like it never <laughs> happened uh and yeah and 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 i think i left this episode being very intrigued by what what this says about the chibnall era i i think visually this is unlike anything i've seen in the show's history Mm -hmm. um and yeah i i liked it it was it was it was it was smaller than i was expecting it to be and it was muted but in ways that i i i really appreciated it and and we'll and we'll talk about why more and but then also yeah i i think whitaker is immediately just so singular and unlike any other doctor that i've seen Mm -hmm. and is just so exciting and i think is just such a breath of fresh air for the show and there were so many moments of hers in this episode that I loved, did not like loved. Um, and yeah, I, 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 I have a feeling that as the era goes on, I might remember this episode more fondly. Mm. I think it'll age really well. Mm-hmm. Scott? Um, so the, the episode, yeah, I, I keep hearing that 11th hour comparison too. Uh, but the thing that I kept being reminded of uh, throughout watching this was uh, the spearhead from space. The third Doctor's first story. Mm. Oh, um, it reminds me. This reminds me a lot of of that story in just like tone and how different it is from everything that came before on the show. Um, it it really does seem like it's trying to uh, uh, really um, I don't know put its put its foot forward and just be like this is what the show is now. 
Uh, and you know, honestly, if I'm being totally honest, there are things that I really, really liked. Um, and then there were other things that I thought were sort of weak. Um, and I think one of the biggest disservices, uh, in this first episode is, um, to Whitaker, uh, because I don't think, I don't think that they, well, I'll just say Chris Chibnall. I don't think Chris Chibnall, um, I feel like he needed to have more conversations with Whitaker before writing this episode because mm. about what she wanted to do with this character. Because to me, it felt a little all over the place, but not intentionally all over the place for being a regeneration episode. Um, it didn't feel intentional. It just felt like they weren't communicating as writer and actor. And that mm. there, because there were jokes in this that like, there were like little things that that she would do um, in in the throughout the episode that were like really great, and I was like, oh okay, that's great. But then there were other things that just felt awkward and like not what she should be doing. Um, almost like they're trying to write these other doctors and not write her. Mm. Um, and I, you know, and part of that has to do with like I think Moffat um, d- did a really good job for all the things that he did wrong. <laughs> He had had he always knew exactly what doctor he was writing when he wrote them. And so you look at 11th Hour and you look at Deep Breath and you knew exactly who those characters were from Go. You knew exactly who the 11th Doctor was. You knew exactly who the 12th Doctor was. And anything that was that felt off was always uh, intentional and a regeneration like like because of the regeneration. Whereas I felt like I, I was by the end of the episode, I still wasn't sure who the 13th Doctor was. Um, and, and, and not in the way of like the 12th Doctor, where it was like intentionally fuzzy because that was kind of part of that character's arc. It doesn't feel like that's part of her arc. It feels like Chris Chibnall doesn't know who she is yet. And it feels like Whitaker is doing her best, but isn't being given the material to really hone this character the way that it needs to be Mm. um so like to me i felt a little dissatisfied from this episode overall to be totally honest um and i didn't like the bounty hunter predator thing because i it felt like i guess we're getting into spoilers now um but the the predator aspect of this um was not my favorite thing because it actually felt like six doctor stuff like super dark gritty like I'm, I'm here to kill the human because it's fun for me i'm a big old coil yeah yeah I don't, like that that was like that that that's not what i come to doctor who for is like for you know quote unquote badass characters like that's not what i want do you think and that's that what, oh sorry no go ahead um do you think that's his tenure on torchwood coming through Maybe I would say it has more to do with Broadchurch. I felt a lot more Broadchurch in this than I did Torchwood. I was not okay. prepared for how visually akin to Broadchurch it was going to be. Yeah. That threw me off. Yeah. And and even the the, the companion interaction and stuff felt a lot like the townspeople from, yes. from Broadchurch. Um in a good way. Yeah, not, no, definitely, definitely like, not like, a bad I, way. I kind of I kind of dug the, you know, we I, I brought up on the long way around a couple times about how I admire Russell T Davies's Davis's uh, you know, putting the doctor in like a blue collar setting, like mm-hmm. like working class England. And this was even more so. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that Graham's like a bus driver and Yaz is like a, 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 a cop, like a beat cop and traffic cop, traffic cop. Boom. Yeah. yeah a real cop. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, not not a not a performing god. Yeah. Like Amy. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, <laughs> So there was, yeah, and like there was stuff with this, like, oh, I dig this. And and, and Ryan has that coordination problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, well, well, I mean. I, so, so, I mean, there, like, there was a lot to like, but I think, you know, if I'm, if I'm looking at all the regeneration stories, especially in, in New Who, um, you know, starting with Rose and, and going to now, if I had to rank them, I think that overall, this is probably my least favorite regeneration story of New Who. Um, cause if you remember, if you guys can go back and listen and we'll see when we cover it in, um, when we cover it in, uh, long way, uh, long way round, uh, next season, we'll see if, if I still love deep breath, but if you go back and listen to our initial conversation of deep breath, like I really love deep breath a lot. And you guys were like way more lukewarm than I was on that one. Yeah, so maybe I, don't I just remember what happened in that episode. It was the it was the clockwork uh, the return of the clockwork people. Oh um, yeah, he, uh, he yeah. makes he makes a he makes a dinosaur feel better. Yeah, he tries to calm a dinosaur I rem- down. Yeah, yeah, I remember like there was an exploding Loch Ness monster in the river or something. Mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. That's all I remember. And then there, but then there's that great great scene where he he tells Clara like, "Do you have any idea what it's like? Yeah. for you to look at me and not even see me." Right, and I I'm I'm pained to. I, I I can't I I don't know if thirteen has is allowed to have a moment where we get that much of her character. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, well, I mean, but the thing that Peter Capaldi had that she doesn't is that he had a companion holdover. He was he was a continuing story. This right. Is a, this is right. this is ba- basically a new pilot, like Eleventh Hour, like Eleventh Hour, or or Rose, and and so um, that's probably the stories that or or Spearhead from Space. Those are probably the stories that we should be comparing this to, not to Deep Breath, sure. but. My, but, you know, it's just my my initial reaction to the episode is that I didn't love it and I wanted to love it so hard and it just – it didn't do it for me and I could see Whitaker trying. I don't blame her in the slightest for mm-hmm. me not liking it as much as I wanted to because I could see her trying. It felt like she was having issues with the script and she didn't know what to do. And so she was trying her best and some things worked and some things didn't. And I don't blame her. I blame Chibnall because it felt they felt inconsistent. And again, mm-hmm. not on purpose. They didn't seem intentionally inconsistent. Uh, they felt like Chibnall wrote this way before casting her. So I don't know. I wonder if that. Well, so so let's so let's talk about 13. I mean, we've been waiting for months and months and months. Mm-hmm. We've. We've we've speculated, we've wished upon our favorite stars, mm-hmm. like a Stephen Moffat episode. When people would wish <laughs> on stars, it would come true. Um, and and yeah, so cat cast, like what what were your what were your just thoughts on thirteen as like a character? I mean, in this in this first like snapshot of, mm-hmm. of her. Um, well, it's weird um, because I get crazy David Tennant vibes from her. Hmm. Um, I could and- see that. I don't know why. Like, well, to, I don't know. Like, I kept thinking of the Christmas invasion instead of like the other regeneration stories that we were talking about just now. Interesting. Yeah. Well, to me, I think both the thing that I kept coming back to with thirteen, and I think now ten. Now that I'm thinking about it, now that you brought up Christmas invasion, is they're both new souls. Mm. They they both seem young, in in a way that eleven and twelve weren't you know 11 Mm -hmm. and 12 were about being old in different ways Mm -hmm. 11 was about running from it 12 was about accepting it but 13 to me she feels like 
Like she's brand new. A little fresh. Like, yeah. Like everything's like, whoa, what's this? Like they also they also both took a lot of naps in their regeneration. Yeah, that's yes. probably she's both like in the baggy both, clothes. Both and he's in like pajamas and I don't know. Yeah. 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 And I don't know, yeah. Like when I think about ten in that episode, it's like they're taking care of him, they're caring mm-hmm. for him. And when I think about thirteen in this episode, the, the the companions kind of rally around her. You know, to be honest, I'll be perfectly honest, I, I feel like the thing that is honestly missing from this story is this feels like it should be a Christmas special, but it's not. Mm. Like oh. I can I can picture this episode with Christmas trees and Christmas lights and Christmas music, and I already like it like twenty percent more than I like it now. <laughs> Um, cause there's something, cause it's so, so about like family and, uh, uh, like celebrating like love between mm-hmm. friends and family mm-hmm. in a way that feels very Christmas mm-hmm. and holidays to me. A being from another planet coming to earth to help us and guide us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, no, I, I definitely get the, those 10 doctor vibes as well. Um, but it feels like she's like, she feels like 10 and three mixed together for me. Mm. Um, those were the two that I was getting, I was getting vibes on and I wish that he had embraced those things more, uh, Chibnall, mm-hmm. um, rather than, uh, trying to like mix up a bunch of things. Like, I, I just don't understand why Chibnall's not on the set and realizing that she's struggling with some of this material and helping her figure it out. Like, who do you want to be? You know, like, who is this character for you? And when she says, like, I'm the doctor, I was like, oh, great. But I didn't get chills the way that I got it with Eleven mm-hmm. in in uh, Eleventh Hour, yeah. which is, like, literally probably the greatest I'm the doctor speeches ever. Right. Yes. Um, which is, like, you know, and who – I mean, who gives a crap about Patient Zero? You know? Sure. But, but right. you, you remember that moment because it felt earned. Mm-hmm. In that story, you were like, oh, there he, there he is. Yes. And, you know – I don't know because I don't. And the I, costume was like an afterthought, which was another yeah, thing that like, I was like, "Oh, come like, on!" I, w- I wouldn't even say that the her "I'm the doctor" when she says "I'm the doctor." That to me was not her. Oh, I'm watching the doctor moment because uh-huh. I had that in this episode. Um, Where was it for you? To, to me, I my favorite part of this episode was her building her her own Sonic. Yes. Oh yes, yes, totally. <laughs> that that was yeah. but and, and see that reminded me of three. Um, like that seems like something the third doctor would do. Yeah, like when just she roll up his sleeves and get to work. <laughs> when she just makes that that transportation th- or that that whatever it is that takes mm-hmm. them into space at the end of the episode, that reminded me of Pertwee. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, and to me, like I don't know, just the image of her, like, yeah, we'll get with her with her sleeves rolled up and her welding goggles on. Yes. She's like, let's do it. I'm like, this is new. Like, mm-hmm. it it feels different and. Yeah, and at the end when she was like, "Let's just hook this thing up. It'll be a TARDIS. It'll be fine." That's 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 the stuff that I liked the most in this episode. Definitely. Was like the stuff that really where it really focused on on her as a character. Mm-hmm. And I I think I think this episode's biggest downfall is and and look, I love focusing on companions, but you have to like Moffat did such a good job of drawing that line of like, okay, I need to make sure people understand who this 11th doctor is, but also I want to introduce Amy. Right. And I think the big mistake here is that Chibnall was like, I'm going to introduce four characters. I'm going to kill one of them and introduce the new doctor. It's too much. It's just too much. And I don't think he was able like it, it felt like, you know, Spider-Man three, like it was just (laughs) too many, too many things. Like it was too many things that he was, he was shoving in here. And yeah, there's a, there's a, 
a, definitely a deft handle of like how many characters he was introducing. But unfortunately, I think the doctor suffered as a result because we don't even meet her until I think it's like 16 minutes into the episode. That's mm-hmm. too long. Yeah. That's way too yeah. long. And it's minutes after we meet uh, the, the, the big old gathering coil. Guy. Yeah. We meet Amelia in, in 11th hour and we meet her praying to Santa Claus. And then 30 seconds later, we meet the doctor. And that's how yeah. it should be. And you know, the 11th hour, you do really walk out of that episode kind of like, okay, like that's, this is the 11th doctor. This is Amy Pond. She is, she, she's a young person. She kind of, she's kind of blowing her youth because she's still waiting for this guy. Mm-hmm. He's back. Adventure time. Ho. She's yeah. getting married. And I kind of feel like I knew who these characters, even Rory a little bit. And as much as I enjoyed like moments of, like yeah, like I, I really, I really, I really like Ryan and Yaz and Graham as characters, as just like strangers that you would meet in life. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't. But know. I don't know if I want to like hang out with them. I think Graham is who <laughs> you walk out of this knowing the most. Yeah, he's given yeah. the most because he's you know he's a eulogy at the end. Yeah, for sure. Which I didn't, I wasn't crazy about that. That seemed weak to me. That seemed like mm-hmm. like we can't have four, you know? Yeah. Like, and the, honestly, the Grace thing felt forced, and and it also was like, do we really need to start this season with tragedy? That's yeah. what we need to. I was like, kind of hoping she was going to be like Jackie Tyler. Yeah, I thought she was just going to be like, I, you know, I don't want to go on these adventures or whatever. Like as soon as they were introduced, I, I, and she was there, I was like, oh man, I don't. And she was a part of everything. Uh, to me, heard the good, the, the the writing was on the wall, and she was like, I'm having fun. Like, yeah, oh, no. yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, boy. Um, I mean, I, honestly, I kind of saw the turn coming because they were introducing four characters that were interacting with the doctor and one of them we know is not a companion. I was like, uh oh, um, he's not talking about the doctor at the beginning. He's talking about her, uh, unfortunately. On his YouTube video called Hey. Yeah. But we all know the doctor can't have a second <laughs> companion named Grace. It's just one was enough. <laughs> I, had a, I had a really full, I, I almost turned to you when this happened, but he was like, oh, my name's, you know, my name's Ryan. I was like, there's never been a Ryan. <laughs> it just seems like such like a normal, like, oh, I like that there's never been a Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan the companion. But yeah, I like them. I like them. I like the cut of their jibs. I'm excited. I hope none of them suffocate in space. Yeah. I, I'm just, um. <laughs> Can you imagine? I oh just, my God. I know. No, I'm terrible dead. What if she just, what if she just slowly, like all of her companions just die? Yeah, like, that's why the there's so many guest stars. Because yeah. they Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, are they normally last longer than this? Yeah. They just keep <laughs> dropping. Um, a lot of guest stars. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was so weird. That's such a weird way to end it. it I, like I will say, <laughs> I will say that before we move away from um, uh, Jodie Whittaker, sure. um, when she did say "I am the Doctor," I had this like weird visceral reaction where I was like, I got really emotional all of a sudden, and then I was like crying suddenly, and I was like, "Why am mm-hmm. I crying?" But I like, I don't know, because she hadn't said it yet, and then she said it, and I was mm-hmm. just like, "Oh yeah, man, and mm-hmm. definitely." And you know, it it, it is. I just I, I I think she was this she was she was the highlight of this episode to me. I, I can't wait to watch this character explore mm-hmm. the universe and like get to know who she is more. Because yeah, there, there are a lot of questions and but yeah, I don't know. Like I I just really dug her the earnestness that she was like that we got from this character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wish I just wish there was more, and I wish it was uh it had been honed a little bit more before we got it. Um. Because it just doesn't feel like it's there. And I don't know if they, I don't know if they shot this first 
or or if they you know did the normal thing where they where they shoot other episodes first and then go back and shoot the regeneration story um because if they shot this first i'm wondering if it was a mistake because i think it needed another draft from chibnall just focusing on the doctor mm-hmm. um and 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 then also it would have allowed um it would have allowed uh whitaker to uh uh i don't know you have better dialogue to play with and um really uh be able to sort of like focus her take on the character a little bit more yeah um again i don't blame her i blame the script i really do i'm a little bummed she's never gonna wear 12's outfit again uh i'm not i think she should have got rid of it earlier um so did the companions yeah <laughs> yeah i just think it took too long They're um like, what are you wearing like because because at least with um it took that long for uh, 10 yeah 10, 10, 10. Uh, oh yeah i guess 12 too um, it took a lot that long for, I, but I'm I'm gonna focus well on both of them actually. Ten and twelve and eleven um, both took a long time to get to their episode to their to their final uh, outfit, but they got out of the previous Doctor's outfit early on, right? And into some nice pajamas. Yeah, ten ten <laughs> wore pajamas. Uh, twelve wore some uh, some hobo's clothes, um, and that at least gave them a different look. While they were trying to find themselves, you know, where whereas her she's just wearing 12's outfit this whole time. And let me just say, unless 13 has massive feet, I don't know how she was running in Peter Capaldi's <laughs> shoes. Because <laughs> Peter Capaldi's pretty tall. She he probably has big feet. She, she puts a she even a, 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 puts a point on it when she's like, oh, these legs definitely used to be longer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was also a great moment. I love feet, that her, feet are the same size though. I love, I love that. I, that was uh, I, I dug her plan when she was like, "Just hang me. I'll just get on the crane." And they're like, "No, are you like, it'll be fine." <laughs> <laughs> didn't um, yeah, I didn't do? I, I do like how wild she is. That's pretty good. Didn't Matt Smith anyway. stay in in the old outfit until the very end? He was wearing like ten shirt the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. But see, even but yeah, that like 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 uh, Nick said, like it wasn't the full outfit. He take he took the jacket off and he was just wearing like the shirt and the ratty tie. That's so it fair. still gave him sort of a different look, you know. I liked when she was um, in the the shirt with the the sleeves rolled the up, not just because I'm attracted to her, but also because it was a good look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. Like I kind of wish like it had been that and she was barefoot. Or something like just something just so weird. So you could finally get an answer on the feet situation. That's that too. <laughs> Definitely that too. Definitely that too. But but like just just in general, like you know, just to give it a, a different look. And it just it really the boots thing really bothers me because it just feel like it wasn't very well thought out. Mm-hmm. Um, for from uh, from a story perspective, uh, but uh, yeah, I just didn't like that she was basically just wearing his ratty outfit the whole time. Um. I, I I'm with Cass. I think the, the the sleeves rolled up and and boots or no boots. I mean, she could have gotten shoes from someone else. She didn't have to be barefoot necessarily, but um, just like switching out her boots or uh, I mean, she's passed out on the couch. Somebody give her some real shoes or right? slippers or something. I don't know. They're probably afraid to touch her. Maybe she's she was glowing. I guess <laughs> um, she spat out that last little bit of twelve. Yeah, it was sad. It was sad. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what did you? <laughs> What did you? <laughs> uh, what did what did you guys think about the um, the plot of the of the episode? It was. What it, was you first? Guess. Oh, uh, it was a lot more quiet than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I kind of liked how local it was, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It it was fine, I guess. I wasn't really watching it for the plot, to be honest. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah, um, sure. I thought I thought it was pretty weak from a plot standpoint. I will say this. Um, I was thinking like, oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, you know, if I really like it, maybe I'll go see it on the big screen, you know, because it's going to, it's, it's um, playing in theaters like uh, Wednesday and Thursday of this week. Oh. And I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll go check it out. And then the bounty hunter dude, bounty hunter predator dude, um, took off his mask and he had the tooth face mm-hmm. and they just stayed in this extreme close up of him the whole time they were they had him talking with the tooth and i was just like man they did not shoot this with a big screen in mind because this is just not cinematic at all like just <laughs> just so like just this weird That's- side close up angle of his face and then everything everyone else was shot normally like all the rest of the coverage of the scene mm-hmm. but every time they cut to him it was that extreme close up of his face and i was just like I mean, we get it. It's teeth. You don't have to keep showing us. I don't. I don't know why. And I, and I just lost all interest in seeing it in theaters. <laughs> you know, you have to. And again, like I don't want to. I don't want to be a negative Nally or whatever. But like, maybe it's kind of weird how we've gotten a whole era of Doctor Who that was decidedly cinematic. Mm-hmm. You know, we had Rachel Talali knocking it out of the park mm-hmm. every. I, I can't believe they didn't bring her back this season. It's nuts. It's a shame. What? You have to wonder if it's like what? It's, yeah, you have to. Yeah, no. Maybe she's busy. No, because it's all new directors. Okay, well that sounds like a choice. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a like a we have to we're gonna do it. We're gonna new but this is the yeah. uh, on the wiki. This is the biggest cruise shift since eleventh hour. Right. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, Rachel Talali is a freaking genius. But yeah. uh, but this was it. I, it was weird. It was like oh, it's it's like TV again. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's Doctor Who shot like a TV show again. Mm-hmm. It is, and and it was it, it kind of took some getting used to. Like it was, it, it, I haven't I've never the aliens have never seemed so out of place mm-hmm. in Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and not the Doctor. But I was like, well, there's a guy in a suit now. I thought this was about like a guy learning how to ride a bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a cop now. Oh no, I never really grew up. I'm still. Yeah. Kinda, I don't like my granddad. Granddad. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, uh, first episode of New Who, um, I think, to not have a title sequence. Well, Scott, uh, according to uh, the Wikipedia that I have in my hand, uh, it has occurred before, but only twice. Uh, the Day of the Doctor in 2013 and Sleep No More in 2015. Sleep No More didn't have a... Oh, was that the, was that the found the, footage that, one? That's yeah. The, yeah. Stupid, that, that, that masterpiece. Stupid found footage. <laughs> um. I dug it. I really dug it when the theme played when she like showed up for the first time. That was cool. I didn't. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> oh, I also really liked. I hope. I hope that's her theme that we heard when she was making her sonic screwdriver. Yeah, really because that's that that's well. the only mm-hmm. music that called attention to itself, and I liked it. Yeah, I liked that too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I will say I was really missing Murray Gold. I really, really was. Man, now, yeah, I was really missing Murray Gold. Um, and I didn't, I didn't like that they played the theme in the context of the, of the episode. Cause I always hate that. <laughs> um, in, in stuff like, do you, like the worst, the worst scene in like, like the scene that always makes me cringe real hard in Buffy is the end of prophecy girl where they just start playing the nerf herder theme. Oh. I guess she's like, I'm going to go fight the masters. There's <laughs> <laughs> like, God, I hate this. It's so stupid. Do you like what happened to James Bond? 
Um, when he's like, no, peace. yeah, yeah but that's but that but that's different though because that's not his theme song. Every movie has a different theme song. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. the the credit they don't play that in the opening credits. That's sure. just his theme, like any like any movie character. Um, I don't know. I I I wasn't I wasn't super into that. Um, what did we think of the new theme? I you know did we hear it? Yeah, it's in the closing credits. Oh, um, it's hard to. It was hard to really get a handle on without seeing the new opening credit sequence. Because to me, like, they go so hand in hand to me, mm-hmm. you know? Because um, without an opening credit sequence, it just it just reminds me of Big Finish. Mm. Um, and I've never liked Big Finish's uh, uh, themes. Um, I've always thought they, uh, they lacked something. Um, so I don't know. But it did seem a little more ethereal than usual. Yeah, I kind of uh, liked how retro it was. It was very retro from what I could tell. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'll be inter- I'll be interested to see how it uh plays with the um with the title sequence uh next week. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, are we going to get like her face? Are we going to get like Oh yeah, gonna that's get, true. Is it going to get bo- is the Tardis going to get bopped around in a storm again? Yeah. <laughs> Stormageddon, right? Um yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm also just excited to see what this show, you know, like this, we, we saw this episode and that's, and that's great. And we, we get, we get an example of, you know, we get this, this regeneration story or whatever. But I, I mean, I think the true test is like four episodes into this season, like looking back on the season so far at that point, like, what does this show feel like? Right, the kill the moon. Yeah. Episodic. Well, just like, what does the show feel about, like episodically? Or right. the caretaker. That's a better example. Um, the one where it's like, when I don't, well, I don't mean, I don't mean specifically, like, I don't mean an episode specific. I mean the season. What does the show feel sure, like? Sure, yeah. sure. You know, like it, it, it always takes like about four episodes for you to figure out like, okay, this is what the show feels like now. I'm re- I really hope that they commit and I, I'm not saying the whole season, but I'm kind of really fascinated and curious about the idea of her not knowing where the TARDIS is mm-hmm. and just her not having it and having to make do. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just find that really interesting. Well, I know there is there's definitely a TARDIS interior, so I don't know. I don't think it lasts that long. Sure. Um, I you know, she might they might get the TARDIS at the end of the next episode. I don't know. I would honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I. To me, the doctor isn't the doctor without the TARDIS. Okay. So I, I don't want her to not have the TARDIS sure, for sure, sure. very long. But um, per tweet? Personally. Like. What? The third, the third doctor didn't have his TARDIS technically. No, I know. I know. Okay. And he didn't like it then. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I, 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 you know, and I, I like those, I like those stories fine. But like the difference though is that um, the third doctor has still had a base of operations, I guess. Okay. So yeah. That makes that sense. That was something. Um, but if she's just like, if they're just like bopping from uh, place to place, time to time, hunting for the TARDIS, I'm, I'm going to get tired of that. I want her to have quick. a garage. Oh yeah, that would be cool. She's like a workshop. It'd be cool if her, I, I think her whole, um, interior TARDIS aesthetic should be like, like, you know, like metal and like, yeah, I just you know, wanted, yeah, just, like almost like, yeah, like, like she just like, like she just. Like she just like went full blacksmith on the inside of the TARDIS <laughs> yeah. on the interior. She's just like she's Tommy Pickles' dad now. Yeah, like she's like an inventor. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What what else do you want to talk about, Cass? What what else sticks out to you? Um, 
I don't know. Like, I really enjoyed it while I was watching it, but now that we're talking about it, like, nothing is really sticking that we Mm -hmm. haven't already mentioned, so. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really, uh, there was this one moment where uh, the the trophy guy, I'm I'm important, Uh I'm not to, uh, when he, like, pushes Tim Shaw, by the way, I love seeing it spelled out now. Uh, because I thought she was calling him Tim Shaw. No. <laughs> what a great name for an alien. Uh, but <laughs> would 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 you know when she when he gets when he pushes her off pushes him off and he's like oh yeah I matter and the doctor's like you had no right to do that. Mm-hmm. I was like oh I, but maybe that's what you mean about her being all over the place. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know I was like oh that's interesting that something felt like that. I don't know. Yasmin yeah. Khan's a great name. I almost don't want to call her Yaz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping that, uh, they write her more consistently in the next episode and that, um, I'll get like a bit, we'll we'll just get a better feel for her. Like what, what, who this doctor is. Uh, cause I really, at the end of this, at the end of the story, like, I'm just like, I, I still don't really know. I know the parts of her that I like the most, but I don't know if. She's going to be like that inconsistent going forward. Like, I just really hope not. Um, I right. hope we don't. It doesn't take like a full season to like figure out who she is the way they did with Capaldi. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, we we're, we're about to, you know, uh, you know, next year we'll we'll start covering 12 stories again in long way around. And um I'm I'm worried about going back to those early episodes and seeing early 12 when you know those last two seasons were so good and he was so honed as a character right uh, it'll be it'll be weird going back and seeing those those early 12s and i'm worried that we're going to watch that um that uh what was it series 8 mm-hmm. right season 8 um that season 8 is going to feel almost like a waste of a season because it's it's like we really only got two seasons of twelve, right? Because you, know? you go back and you watch like early season eight, and it's like he's grumpy, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's the grumpy owl, and you're like, that's not twelve though. That's not the twelve that I know. Right, right. Twelve that I know rocks. Yeah, is that's um, true. is is listen in that first season, or is that in this his second? I want to say it is. I want to I, I say it is in the first season. Listen, yeah, because there are episodes of is. his that I really like in that first season yeah. of his, but. There are. It took yeah. forever for him to like. I'm the doctor. I'm like, oh yeah, you are. So yeah, I mean, season, I mean, season eight had had death in heaven. No, it didn't. That's season. Nine. Season nine. Mm-hmm. How did season eight end? Season eight ends with the um uh, the with Missy the Missy reveal being the master and uh, the um Danny Pink being a yeah a Cyberman. W- w- yeah. What's that called? Is it not called Death in Heaven? No. Oh, is it? I think it is. Oh, maybe I'm getting I'm getting heaven sent. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Heaven. Yeah. I I really I really like Death in Heaven and I I mean I I thought I think right. I think that finale was really cool. Uh and Missy, Missy was great. Yeah, Missy was great. But yeah, you're right. No, it it, it is you have to, you know, we're so excited for 13 and See, that's that's a really good example too. Is like, man, Moffat was uh, you know all the crap that we sho- shovel on Moffat. He was really good at introducing a character and being like, bam, that's the character. Yes. Like he was really good at that. Um and uh, I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess Clara, notwithstanding, but oh. even <laughs> even still, he was like, "Bam, she's a plot device. She, Deal with it. She's a friggin' Dalek. Figure that one out, nerd." <laughs> yeah. 
And then, and then, but then, you know, when, when, uh, when, when in season eight, like we were like, oh, this is new Clara. I kind of like that. Yeah. That's fun. You and, know? And you know, the, and to be honest, yeah, like I really, I don't really, I couldn't describe Yaz right now if you wanted me to, like if she was a person no. at a party, I'd be like, she's. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan is. Uh, can't ride fr- a bike. Fr- frustrated, but determined. Yeah, hates, I guess. hates Graham. Hates having a new grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does not want new grandpa. Does not like new grandpa. And I guess Yaz, Yaz kind of like, I don't want to be a traffic cop. I want to be a real cop. Mm-hmm. I I just don't know why they had to kill Grace. I hate that. I know. Um, I felt stupid. It was so forced and dumb. Like, why couldn't she? Like, like why? Why? Like, just don't have her be involved. I and then even have, tell you what she was doing. Just have her not be involved, and then have Ryan find out about this, and Graham find out about Ryan finding out about this, and then like trying to get involved to like bond yeah, with him, and, and like, that's enough. Oh no! You know? Oh no! There's a part of my life that I share with friggin' Graham. Yeah, right. Like, I, I just feel like there's even more drama there mm-hmm. that way where it's like, oh, like Graham's trying to get involved with his his step grandson's life. And and this is how it happens right. is here. And it's like, I'm going with you because I got to protect you for your yeah. for your Graham's. And and you know they come back at the at the end of their tenure as companions. And Grace and, is like, oh, you're best friends. Oh, you're great, and they're best friends, and and everybody gets to have a happy ending. Like I I don't I don't understand why Grace had to die for that to happen. It just seems like Chris Chibnall was like, oh, you know, I I wrote I wrote so much Broad Church and and everything <laughs> has to has to be a murder or or something murder, yeah. I like it just it just felt weird to me like that I it just it felt so like antithetical to what Doctor Who is supposed to be. Yeah, how many people died in this episode like four? Yeah. We should keep uh, a lot. tally. Yeah, guy guy, guy who th- was just throwing his salad at Power Ranger. Guy. Which was so that was that was that scene was so cringe. I I couldn't my I was I was watching it. I was like I was like I can't believe like when it ended, I was like, I can't believe that was a scene. Like, I can't believe we just had to watch that happen <laughs> of like drunk guy throwing a salad on the ground and then being like, here, you ate my salad Halloween costume. And then and then getting, you know, killed oh. and his tooth pulled out. I'm I, like, it was so oh, 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 stupid. The sea was like, I'm a lucky granddad. I'm a granddaughter. Oh, like, yeah. Thank you, thank that you guy. For, uh, Oh, I'm gonna go. Like, what do you? What that? That was insane. Yeah, I think I, I think I laughed a little bit when that happened. But just because it was so like he was talking to the granddaughter, whatever. Yeah, not a good week for grandparents in the show. I guess not. Yeah. yeah, like the more I think about it, like the more I really just didn't like this episode, Aww. and I feel really bad because I really, really wanted to, but like it just, oh, um, it didn't really, it didn't really. As an as an episode of Doctor Who, it just didn't, it didn't quite work for me, and I think that thirteen deserved better. I'm always interested anytime uh, anyone asks the Doctor about uh, her family or like, mm-hmm. like so when they were like, "Do you have any?" I don't know. What did you guys think of her of the way that that Doctor? experience that of being like no i used to but i lost i lost them to me it's the first time that i've ever heard the doctor talk about it and it felt like it didn't feel like they were talking that like uh the doctor was talking about susan susan and uh uh you know that's well, well, no, no. Like i it didn't feel like it didn't feel like uh the doctor was talking about susan or um, 
you know, the, Something specific. Uh, a, 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 I would assume they're, they're kids. Um, and, uh, and, uh, I don't know, whatever family the doctor left behind on Gallifrey, it felt like the doctor was referring to everyone, all of the companions oh, that the doctors ever had. That's mm-hmm. what it felt like to me this time, or at least that's what it felt like Whitaker was playing off of this right. time. Whereas it feels like past, past doctors have played on the mysterious past of the doctor <laughs> and it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that's where Whitaker's head was at. And I kind of appreciated right. that. Yes. What did you think? Um, I agree. I, it seemed more like instead of dark and broody, it was like more like there, these are people that I interacted with and I loved them, but I'm like still learning from them even to this day kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I liked. Be more wistful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that she's just like a ray of sunshine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like I, I like that her mo is like we can do this. Like mm-hmm. we can build. We can work this problem out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll we'll see if that. Yeah. I like. I wanted. I I kind of wanted more of that. Oh, for sure. I you know. I hope we get a whole season of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I wanted more of it in this episode. Definitely. Um, the next one is not written by Chibnall, if I'm correct, right? No, it is. The Ghost right. Monument. It is? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It's another one written well, by Well, dial M for murder. <laughs> ruh But it's directed um, by so a different person, ep- so that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That could be helpful, maybe. Um, so the next one's called The Ghost Monument, uh, which, is, which is a solid Doctor Who title. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. We don't know what the name of any other episode this season is. God, it bothers me that they're being so... Close, like they're playing it so close to the chest. Like you don't yeah, have like, to. We literally just yeah. watched it. Like, yeah. What the hell is 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 J.J. Abrams doing this show now? Um, <laughs> mystery box. Uh, yeah. Oh, we're just getting word now that the Christmas special will actually be called Canine uh, Saves Christmas. Oh, Canine Saves Christmas. Yeah, I don't think that's true. <laughs> uh, I wish it was. Um, but I don't think it is. Sure. Uh, man, she should build a new canine. Hell, hell yes. <laughs> yeah. She just remember that she used to have one. Yeah. She's like, oh yeah. <laughs> and this one's like gross cause she makes it out of scraps. Oh man. Um, so yeah, uh, that's, that's, uh, I guess that's it. Is that all we got to say? I had never heard of dyspraxia before this episode. Yeah, no, me either. Uh, always a fan to see, you know, characters, uh, you know, that suffer from, you know, they have phobias or, you know, they have conditions and still go out and have space adventures. Yeah. Space belongs to everyone. Yeah. Um, I'm just flexing. I didn't I actually <laughs> touched him just now. <laughs> so anyway. Uh... <laughs> Well, he, fl- he flicked me, and I thought he wanted something. Space belongs to everybody. Space belongs to everybody. Scott. Sheffield. Has any Doctor Who adventure ever taken this place this heavily in Sheffield before? I don't think so. Um, Shout out to Sheffield. Yeah. yeah. Also, everyone's from the north in this. Yeah. Everybody's got a northern accent. I've, apparently, this was uh, hard on on some American uh, Doctor Who uh, viewers. Oh, boo hoo! The the accents were rough for some. Like apparently, they just like couldn't watch it without subtitles. Like they couldn't or? understand them. Oh, yeah, they couldn't understand them. Yeah, 
Maybe we're, I don't know. I, I guess we yeah. just watch a lot of Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I think I, I, for me, I know that it's just that I watch like half of my viewing that I watch is from England. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, all right. Well, that's, uh, that's the woman who, uh, fell to earth. Um, I hope, uh, I hope people don't think we were too hard on this. Cause like, you know, I, I don't know. As I, as, like, as I said, I, I don't, I, I do not think that it's Jodie Whittaker's fault. Like I'm not blaming her. Mm-hmm. I just think I'm a hundred percent blaming Christian. <laughs> but I've never, I've never loved him as a writer on Doctor Who before this. Right, so right, I, exactly. I'm not really surprised that that hasn't changed. So I don't know. What were you going to say, Cass? Well, I hope that the next one is better. Like, yeah, like there are things that I really liked about this and things that I really loved about this. But as a whole, it was, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, f- I feel like we're going to forget what the plot of this episode was. Oh, I mean, I couldn't tell you what 11th hour is about. Yeah. What is he hiding? Is he like, I don't want to go to space prison, right? Space prison because he's prisoner zero. He's not prisoners here. Oh, oh, the bad, oh, the bad guy. The bad yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bad guy's hiding out on Earth because he's he's a escape prisoner. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It was almost like I. I this sounds weird, but I was kind of not expecting the plot to be good with this. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Just because I'm like, I don't know if I expect that from a regeneration story. I mean, I know I shouldn't, but I don't know. I I, I think I like this enough to where I don't. I remember it fondly, but yeah, like I definitely am always down. I, I wish it had been like balls to the, I mean, never mind. I wish it had been really good. <laughs> uh, I wish I could be like, yeah, like this is back. But instead I'm like, play on. Like I'm really interested. I have a, I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by all of mm-hmm. it. I, I think, I think Jody's. But I, but I really wanted to stand up and cheer yeah, at yeah. the end of this. And I, I didn't, I didn't feel that personally. Mm. Um, And I think, and I think part of it, Again, I, I think part of it had to do with the with the villain because you say, "Oh, I don't really remember." Like I didn't expect it to be good, but like when you look back on on um, you know, look back on Christmas Invasion, like it says something about the Tenth Doctor, the way that he reacts to that invasion yeah. force, mm-hmm. and in the Eleventh Hour, it says something about the Eleventh Doctor where he says, "I am Earth's protector," right, mm-hmm. and we're introduced to him babysitting a little girl, you know? And like, there's something about that story that speaks directly to that character. And then in, uh, in deep breath, that is a story about a guy uh, like about the clockwork people. And he's like, he like invents the clockwork people, right? He starts like replacing parts with clockwork stuff. And it's, and it's all about like what makes a man, a man, which is very much, what that story, what, mm-hmm. what, what, you know, 12's plight was about, like yeah. what makes you, you, yeah. right? And, and I'm what, in this, I'm, I have all these new parts, but am I the same person? I don't know. Yeah. And like that theme was so strong and so prevalent with that doctor. I don't know what this story says about the 13th doctor. And that feels like a failure on the part of Chris Chibnall. Sure. What, what, what did 13 learn i mean yeah we we, we got what no not what did what did 13 learn what did we learn about 13 mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know what this story taught us about mm-hmm. 13 as a as a as a different doctor like how did this story tell us that the, the that she was different other than being a woman sure, that's yeah. that's it well yeah and then and we did have like you know i thought the sonic moment uh like the yeah the sonic moment mm-hmm. was great 
Totally. And it was maybe a really it, great moment. And maybe we'll look back and be like, but, oh, that but, was but the I don't, but the But what do the villain, but what does the villains do? Like the, sure. the villain does nothing to add anything to the 13th Doctor at all. Sure. Other than to be like, man, it's a good thing she doesn't put teeth in her face. <laughs> yes, Christian. No, you're right. I'm glad the 13th Doctor doesn't put teeth in her face. Sure. I, sure. Feel, like the, I feel like as far as the villain goes, like the the her monologue where she's talking about how like you know you have a chance to reinvent yourself right now and like how that is reflecting on like the there being a new doctor and stuff but mm-hmm. i feel like it's kind of muddled like it was yeah. there but not quite they yeah could use another trap yeah yeah because yeah like the, that moment feels like she's selling it you feel mm-hmm. it because she's like, you have to be who you are now. It's all about the future. It's about moving forward. It's like taking who you were, honoring it, but then being someone new. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but like like I said, it, it doesn't, because it's not adding up to something greater, because Teeth Face isn't that interesting. Like, or what, like, what is Teeth Face saying about mm-hmm. being new or the teeth new? Well, and, yeah. and, and, and the, the monologue is that she gives is set up by her. It's not like, <laughs> it's not like it's in reaction to something that the villain's doing. It is, it is set up by her. It's like, I'm giving you this opportunity. You are, you have this opportunity. Here are your choices. Right. If you choose the right way, it's because you're, you have the you know ability to change and blah, blah, like everything that you said, Cass. And that's, all well and good, except it it doesn't have anything to do with the villain. Like that, she could be talking to anybody, right? And make that same speech. Right. Yeah. When 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 Doc when Ten is finds himself quoting the Lion King in Christmas Invasion, it's funny because of the threat. Right. Right. Exactly. Whoever um, they are, I don't know. I don't remember anything about them either. Uh, they. I don't know. Cigarettes rock. Yes. Rusty Davies was like really bad at like creating um. Uh, alien names he was just like i like it when you can't pronounce it it's funny to me <laughs> um, and so that's all all of his aliens uh, are like ah it's hilarious how unpronounceable this is what interesting men we let run the show yeah <laughs> um anyway so i'm i'm excited i you know I'll, I'll look forward to next week but i'm really looking forward to another writer um writing these characters and uh figuring out like because that's when we'll get a really good idea of what like this era of the show is actually going to feel like mm-hmm. is when other writers write it, mm-hmm. I think. So, what if it's anyway, just him? That's where I'm at. What if it's just him for Ugh. 10 episodes? We we know it's not though. We know. Okay. We know it's not cuz well, they did some, announce the writers we got a long some, time ago. Oh, we got okay. Some interesting. Then why the heck we got yeah. some, like, like old school? Uh, it's all TBAs and I'm just like, why? This is stupid. Cuz they don't know what order they're writing them in. Oh. Boo. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. They but they know which directors because they have uh, set photos that they can um. look at and be like, oh, that's this person. And since they were shooting that the first the first episode last week, this must be the second episode, and this is the director and yada yada. So anyway, that's how that works. We're back. Not to not to mansplain production. No, or, that's okay. I don't know. I'm just like frustrated because <laughs> like just just release the oh, no, list. I'm, Jesus. Yes. Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, like I, I hope that in the future we figure out that the the titles of the episodes are spoilers, and that's why mm-hmm. they left them out. Because then I'll be like, oh, okay, all right, fine, you're forgiven. Sure, but if they're all, yeah, but if they're all just like the ghost monument, it's like, all right, dude. Yeah, like, that's so stupid. 
Mm-hmm. You did not have to hide those. The spinning wheel. Oh, the oh. spinning wheel. One more thing that made Winter's me time. that made me laugh is I remember talking about her outfit when they like leaked the photo, and I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. it looked like she just wandered out of a Goodwill. She totally just wandered out of a Goodwill." Like literally, yeah. <laughs> I want to say literally a Goodwill. Yeah, like yeah. literally a thrift a store. I feel vindicated. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, the doctor says it's been a while since she shopped for women's clothes. <laughs> when did when did the doctor ever shop for women's clothes? I don't know. Susan. Oh, you think? Aww. No. <laughs> like, imagine William Barnum. You have no pose way. for a human girl, please. <laughs> Grandfather. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. Well, uh, you know, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about uh, presumably the Ghost Monument, if our information is correct here. Um, and uh, that'll be that. I'm... Looking forward to it. What uh, did you guys think? Yeah, let us know what you guys thought on the on the Facebook group, the uh, Doctor's Companion uh, uh, listener listener group. I think um, go uh, go join us there and and let us know what you thought of the episode. Uh, you know, check out our uh, Patreon page, duelinggenre.com slash support. Uh, we have T Public and Amazon links. If you want to support us in other ways, uh, you can buy merch from T Public. Uh, go to duelinggenre.com slash merch. That'll take you to our store. But once you're in there, you can buy anything in TeePublic, in and, in or out of our store, and you can and we'll get a cut of that purchase. So um, that'll be really helpful. And if you use Amazon for your uh, shopping needs, duelinggenre.com slash Amazon, uh, shop through that link, and uh, we'll get a cut of whatever you buy through Amazon. So that's really helpful. Um, and neither of those cost you anything more than what you would normally be spending uh, if you were buying something on TeePublic and or Amazon. Um, so, yeah, go just add those to your bookmarks. And anytime you think about uh, shopping in any of those places, uh, please use our bookmarks. And Hey, the 13th Dr. Barbie looks pretty sweet. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it does. Uh, so go do that and uh special thanks to our patreon associate producer ed foster thank you as always mr foster appreciate it and uh we'll be back next time with i already forgot the The name of the episode the ghost (laughs) monument allegedly allegedly the ghost allegedly the ghost monument should i in the in the show notes should i put next allegedly parentheses (laughs) allegedly Uh, All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.